Have you ever been deep sea fishing? Well, I had not been deep sea fishing. I have been fishing on Lake Ontario for hours and hours and hours and caught nothing. I've been fishing all over the place, not usually because of something I wanted to do, because I'm not a big fisher guy, but I have brothers-in-law and others that love fishing, and so I've gone out reluctantly. Well, I have a brother-in-law that wanted to do his sixth deep-sea fishing tour, and I guess uh, this is the second time I've done it, because I also went deep-sea fishing with him and my wife and a few others off the coast of, uh, of Honduras, Roatan to be exact. Well... We went off of near Cape Cod, about 20 miles off of Cape Cod, uh, right there near Boston, just last week. And it was pretty awesome, I have to admit. First of all, the timing of the year was just awesome. We were told, though, that if we went in July, we would have had a better chance of catching the big tuna that we were looking for. Big to the outfit that we went with means at least six feet long and well over 700 pounds. Well, we didn't catch any tuna. Spoiler alert. But what did happen was pretty epic. First of all, going in September is not July, and so September is cooler weather than July, and probably not as much fish. Matter of fact, we were told from July clear into, I believe, the early part of September, this outfit caught fish almost every day, caught tuna almost every day. While we were with them, we and they caught herring all day long, it seemed like. We had so many herring, and we'd throw many back. We were trying to catch enough herring for bait fish for the big tuna. And so oftentimes, I've never seen this, but maybe you have, we would dip in a fishing pole or the line and we'd bring in five herring all at once, like just in a matter of a few seconds. It was uncanny. These were expert fishermen that we went with. Well, deep sea fishing, here's some things that you may have already considered or you might want to consider. First of all, go with an outfit that's been doing this for quite a while. Make sure that you've looked around. My brother-in-law did some great due diligence to find an outfit that was very reputable and very successful. He looked around at the reviews to make sure that this was going to be an epic adventure with a group that knows how to actually fish extremely well. The boat we were on had over $500,000 in equipment and, well, the boat itself plus all the equipment and just the depth finders and things are a few thousand dollars a piece. It's an epic experience. Now, be careful. When you go, you might have to get up super early. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever been fishing in my life where the true fishermen that I went with didn't want to set out early in the day. In this case, we actually had to leave our Airbnb in Boston by about 3 a.m., as I recall. And, excuse me, I think we were up at 3 a.m., on the road by 4, and I believe we were in the boat, well, gosh, maybe at 4.30 or something like that. We actually began fishing By 5 a.m., we were out at our place. It was still dark out when we began. And we were there. Here's the other thing. We were there until about when the boat actually came back to harbor about 12 hours later, about 4.30 in the afternoon or so. And so we had a cooler. My brother-in-law was extremely diligent in planning this dream trip, his sixth ever deep-sea fishing expedition. So he brought a cooler. And in the cooler, we had sandwiches and all kinds of food in there, In addition to the, you know, we have, of course, on the side, chips and drinks and such. In the cooler, we had quite a few of the the cold drinks ready to go throughout the day. But if you're going deep sea fishing, you also have to understand what the weather could be like. We had three to four foot waves on a boat that was about eight feet wide and perhaps 20 feet long. 
And they say that you want the, the like if it was eight foot waves, we'd have to have an eight foot boat. But you want the, the boat to be as least the width as wide or preferably much wider than the actual waves. But if the waves are higher than the boat is the width of the boat, then the boat can capsize pretty easily. Our boat was rocking all day. For about 12 hours, it was rocking. Five of the six people on the boat took Dramamine before they even went out to make sure that they were ready to go, that they didn't have any kind of sickness. Unfortunately for two of the people on the boat, the Dramamine didn't necessarily help them as much as they would have liked. And so there's another thing. There can be seasickness. And thankfully, there was a bucket and there was a side of the boat and people were getting sick, two people all day long. And so that can ruin a trip for those people. Thankfully, they had great attitudes. They laughed about it. They had fun. But make sure that you know your tolerance and how it's going to be for 12 hours on a boat or several hours, whatever you choose. Make sure that uh, before you go out on the boat, you have the food, you have the Dramamine, or if you don't need it, you're fine. Make sure that you understand what your body's going to be like in the sun. Even if it's just a mild, cooler day, do you need, what kind of hats do you need? What kind of sunblock do you need? What kind of clothing? We found that it was really challenging to, to dress properly because in some times of the trip, we were getting really wet with the water coming in from going over the waves or just fishing in general and bringing the fish up. And other times it was really warm. And so we'd peel off a jacket, but you want to know what kind of clothing you definitely you, that you want to bring on that. Some other things to consider besides food, clothing, the length of time that you're going to be out there. Now you might want to consider what are you going to do after? Are you rushing back for something? In our case, we had a couple other things planned that day and we ended up pushing them off because we had a great time fishing and it went a little bit longer than we anticipated. Yeah. Also, you want to plan for the best. What happens when you catch a several hundred pound tuna or another trophy fish or that type of thing? We found out that the boat that we went on, they actually allowed, if you caught a massive tuna, that would be worth perhaps a few thousand dollars up to several thousand. They said that there's been some fish, some tuna fish that sold as much as eighty to a hundred thousand um, dollars on a on an auction or a market and things that they do. But this company that we went out with, we found out that if we had caught a fish, they would have actually allowed us to keep as much as thirty percent of the proceeds, which could actually offset or pay in full the cost of the boat to go deep sea fishing, and then actually give us a profit. Not all companies are that generous or allow that option. So when you go deep sea fishing, see if you can actually share in the profits, not just catching a trophy fish, but being able to sell it and thus making your trip free and even profitable. Could you imagine? I hope you have an opportunity to not only go deep sea fishing, but to enjoy it, to stay safe and healthy, to catch a fish and who knows, maybe even make some money. Bon voyage.